0: this podcast is also a podcast that not only shares with you beautiful stories of ordinary people who overcome challenges but also a means for me to share with you my thoughts on society can also overcome mighty challenges and so today we are going to talk about my fellow my fellow citizens the portuguese the portuguese are the best people in the world yes really we are great no serious yes we are we are very warm, cozy, very friendly people. We know how to welcome all the people in the world. One of the proofs of this is that we have more and more foreigners people choosing Portugal to live. I don't know if there is a ranking of the nicest people in the world, but if there is, I think we were on the top five. Maybe it's because of the nice weather, having the ocean nearby, or the great food that we eat. Nevertheless, not not only we are friendly, but also we have the best football player in the world, Cristiano Ronaldo. In the near past, we had the best football coach in the world also, José Mourinho. Now we have one of the best swimmer in the world, Diego Ribeiro. We won a lot of prizes regarding tourism. We have great cooks. We have great hotels. And we are a great country but the downsizes we suck managing our country even worse we are not a very demanding people when the subject is political parties and government in that area we suck in the last years the level of cases involving corruption has been rising bankers paying a lot of money to influence ministers and prime ministers here where i live madeira island in the past month we have a case involving the city hall president with two entrepreneurs who allegedly paid a lot of money to the president for him to approve brick projects or having advantage in big government construction projects i'm not saying that these old guys are the guilty but nevertheless it makes you wonder all people target in this process claiming they're innocent and yes they were not accused and therefore and according to portuguese legislation until there is no penalty to confirm their guilt they are considered innocent these cases are very big ones involving a lot of dirty money a lot of police resources this last one that i talk about had 150 police officers the air force 300 rental cars and resulting 21 days in prison for the defendants only for them to know what they are were charged of. they say the process has a lot of files to read and analyze the police claims that they have a lot of strong evidence against the defendants and by the end of the day guess what everybody is released something is not right here the first question that popped up in my head was is the justice works in Portugal? why we have more and more this kind of cases appearing in our society and they stay open for centuries are we all corrupted persons? I don't believe so if we have a look in 2022 corruption perception index Portugal is in the 33rd place where 111 were subject to analysis the gold medal is owned by somali and the most incorruptible countries are denmark finland and new zealand portugal is in the middle of the table well we got worse compared to 21 where we were at 32nd place the romans one time said that was a people at the western end of the iberian peninsula who are ungovernable by both and by external countries is this true are we really difficult to manage that's what we are going to talk about in this episode is the David and Goliath podcast and I will tell you real stories from normal people who had great mighty wars and defeated their giants. I'm reading Ray Dalio's book called Principles. In the past week, I saw a video that he, Ray, was explaining the principles on which he believes that led us to success. Made me curious, so I borrowed the book from a friend of mine. Yes, again same friend that lent me the Antonio Ferreira's life. The Ray Dalio process is quite easy to follow, it's a five steps action, which are creating goals for the future, encounter problems and fail, diagnose the root of the problem, design a way to get around and solve the problem, and the last one, take action. If I bring this process to my life. I would say that I did it that when my life gave me a twist a very big twist also I didn't know that in 1982 Ray Dalio was almost in bankruptcy having to ask money to his father for him to pay his bills he also says that everyone in life will fall and it will be an hard one it could be through an illness or business failure divorce the death of a loved one, but we all fall in life. He also said that in five steps process leads to conquer our bo- objectives. It doesn't matter if they are small or big and at the same time lead us to higher level of success in life. For this to happen, the communication is the foundation of these steps. If you are in a company and using this process, you have to develop communication skills. If you are using in your personal life, like me, you have to talk to mentors or other people to give you the right directions. Because not everyone is good at everything, so guidance is crucial. And to have guidance, you need to improve your communication. I haven't finished reading it, but I can say I'm loving it. I I had a lot of aha moments that forced me to read all the time. Even if something is not usable at my case, I try to think how can I bring to my life? How can I implement it? Yesterday, I had my head burning with so many ideas, not only for my personal life, but also for my company. And guess what? To this podcast also. I truly advise you to read. It's a must. Okay, hold on one minute, but what it has to do with the Portuguese people? I can say to you, well, everything. But before I explain this to you, I want to tell you another story. I belong to a speech group, which we train our speech and also develop to our members leadership gifts. Our reunion are on Tuesdays and Fridays, and on Friday's meeting, we have a debate in our section to discuss any type of topic last friday i was the responsible one to bring the subject to our debate and the subject was is the portuguese justice works and a friend of mine who is lawyer had a beautiful speech if i may say so he said that here in portugal the three pillars of democracy are sick these three pillars are education health and justice in education Teachers are angry because they do not receive what they were promised. I'm talking about money, of course. And of course, their motivation are not so high. Uh, Well, I can say at least very low. The schools are more and more in bad shape. There is no construction of new ones. And this is an indicator of the slowdown of progress in the Portuguese society. The existing chaos in our hospitals where emergency closes at night because there are no doctors or nurses available. And so patients often have to travel 100 kilometers to the nearest hospital to be treated and often to avoid dying. And justice where there is a lack of means to process existing cases where judges, are very poorly paid for the jobs that they are appointed to, where the time for a normal process to unfold takes years and sometimes decades to begin. With all of this mess, what the government's doing? He ends up saying, How can this end well? I'm adding to this to this the following. How can we have competent governments if the majority of the Portuguese people will not going to vote how can they have the nerve to talk to the street to protest about something that is wrong and net, and then not vote I don't know who said the following statement but I fully agree, agree with the government is the mirror of the people of the society but how can we turn this around how can we become a better society? I'm not talking about to enter political parties. You don't need to. How can we involve everyone to grab this as a personal challenge? Like Ray Dalio said, when we are fall down, Portugal at this moment has fall down. It's a personal challenge because at the end of the day is our quality of life that depends on it. and. Well, that's where Ray Dalio five steps enters. I do believe that all of these problems are not the government problems, but our problems. You cannot say that it's the government's role to fix it. That's we are talking about for the last 50 years and we come to down to this. It's our problem. We have to work together to bring the solution. But so what's the solution? The first one is obvious get up and vote it's our life that we are talking about the second step start to communicate to each other start to debate with each other these problems real debate going to the root of the problems no need to talk about all of them you can pick only one and go for it don't be afraid to talk about these serious problems we need to start to have courage to get together and talk like we did last friday in our agora meeting agora is the name of the club bring these subjects to our houses talking during the meals when we are seated watching television to our social media to our daily life it's our problems i repeat and using the ray delius five step process will help you let me say will help us to find the solutions for the problems so i begin for each problem or challenge asking to yourself first these two questions why we are doing it and how we we are going to do it doing this we are not going to waste our time in vain and then together create goals objectives create ways to do it to implement yes like del you said we fall down but when we do it we'll analyze it then design ways to solve and turning around the problem and then again call to action this is what i call efficiency and efficiency is an ethic issue we are talking about our lives you can say that i'm a dreamer yes but with the feet on the ground i'll give you an example a personal one in my case, not only I'm doing this podcast, but also I wrote a book. The subject of the book is financial literacy for young kids. I found out that this is a problem in our school, in our educational system. And based on my recent past, I choose to wrote the book. I go to schools and explains how the money should be used for. I use social media and also thinking how can i implement my methodology in the classrooms how can i get in in the classrooms i was not waiting for the government to implement this in schools no i start doing myself it's an ethical problem i repeat and i can help so i will do it i create my goals i'm continue to fall down but i'm finding ways to improve it for example how can i reach more people in the country How can i reach schools yes it's a long road but i have patience it will be not fixed in our lifetime most likely but we need to start moving start being demanding for everyone who is managing our society why i create this podcast for motivating you for embrace your challenges and moving forward For you to know you can have a better life not waiting for better days but going through the jungle knowing you'll face mighty animals and giants who are going to try to defeat you today's episode is one more example how we can defeat our goliath in this case how we can overcome the challenges that society has in front of us please don't tell me that's impossible which is not i gave my personal example again And yes, it's overwhelming, but I would like to recall to you that it's knowing that challenges that you create beauty. In other words, you're moving forward, not just you, but all the people who is around you. All you need is courage and what I'm trying to do with this podcast. Next episode, we will continue to talk about not politics, but I will give you another example of courage. In a country which has a lot of serious problems, even worse than Portugal but nevertheless I will show you a perfect example how you can also be different in the city or country you are living it and if we behave ethically fulfilling our civic duties I can assure you that the next time a politician is tempted to receive illegal money he will think twice because he will know That we are all watching. Nothing is impossible. Next time you think it is, remember that David defeated Goliath with a sling.